Blog Talk Radio. Secrets Revealed, Understand the Book of Revelation from Start to Finish. Today is Thursday, April 20th of 2023, and live on the Internet broadcast for PGN Prophetic Grace Network, we have step-by-step breakdown of each part of the Book of Revelation and the 666 Antichrist Prophecy. We are talking about those two things today. I invite you to listen live at 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Thursdays to this program, PGN's Secrets Revealed, Understand the Book of Revelation from Start to Finish, in April of 2023, analysis and discussion of the 666 Antichrist Prophecy with me, your Book of Revelation Research Scientists, are happening live on PGN on Sundays at 12 p.m. Central Time and on Thursdays at 9 a.m. Central Time. Share your perspective or pose a question about the Book of Revelation during the live Internet broadcast. You can listen via Internet at blogtalkradio.com backslash live prophetic. Again, if you'd like to listen live via Internet, you can go to blogtalkradio.com backslash live prophetic. Also, you may text in your questions about the book of Revelation 24-7. The PGN text number is 1-214-505-8719. The PGN phone number to reach us during the live Internet broadcast is 1-319-527-6027. So today, if you would like to interact during the live Internet broadcast use our pgm phone number again that's 1319-527-6027 you press one that raises your hand in the virtual queue to alert me that you wish to connect to share your perspective or to pose a question about the book of revelation during the live internet broadcast and as always we welcome your prayer requests Please feel free to call with your prayer requests or to text in your prayer requests to us here at PGN. To begin, let's go to a step-by-step breakdown of the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation is the pinnacle work of the Holy Bible. It is the final book of both the Bible in its entirety and the New Testament. It is book number 66. And today we're talking about the 666 Antichrist Revelation, uh, Antichrist prophecy in the book of Revelation. You know, it just occurred to me as I was saying that, that when you think about the mark of the beast uh, and what exactly it will be, I wonder if it is somehow a mark which connects to DNA. So the normal number for revelation, God's revelation, is 66. 
the book of Revelation is the 66th book uh, in the Holy Bible. But the mark of the beast has something extra. It's 666. So normally a human being has 46 chromosomes, but I wonder if the mark of the beast will bring something extra, a 47th chromosome. So I don't know the answer to that question, but it occurred to me as we were talking. So I wanted to present that to you. Perhaps you have some revelation or thought about that. So let's go to talking about the step-by-step breakdown for the book of Revelation, beginning with what really is the focus of the book. It is focused on the revelation of Jesus Christ. And that revelation primarily is communicated through visions that John the Revelator was shown. These visions were shown to John the Revelator in heaven. And these visions are what we today would call moving pictures. In other words, these weren't visions that were generated within John the Revelator. These weren't visions that he had uh, as he was asleep or uh, visions that he had while he was uh, awake that were self-generated. These were visions generated by an omniscient God who tasked God manifest in the flesh, Jesus Christ, with communicating the revelation to an angel and that angel exhibits to John these created visions. Again, created by whom or by who? An omniscient God. So these visions, which are moving pictures, that's the language I think that we would use in uh, modern times, and moving pictures are essentially movies, but the movies that John the Revelator was shown in heaven, they aren't any kind of movie. It's a specific kind of movie, a movie that reflects realities. Again, the visions, in other words, the moving pictures, the movies that John the Revelator was shown reflect realities. That means that these visions are, in fact, documentaries. And in these documentaries, God is communicating future events, which are called prophecies, instructions for those who have ears to hear, as well as admonitions. Admonitions are words, Uh, admonitions are instructions and warnings. I meant to say the other thing that are, uh, the other thing that is included in the book of Revelation are consolations, which are words shared for the purpose of providing hope in the face of distressing information. So that's what we have in these visions, these documentaries. We have, future events, instructions, which are sometimes referred to as admonitions, as well as consolations. These 
statements of prophecy that include those three things, again, predictions, admonitions, and consolations. These statements of prophecy are the bulk of the book of Revelation. They begin with chapter 5 and end with verse 5 of chapter 22. So typically, but not always, typically when people are talking about the book of Revelation, they're talking about content in that part of the book of Revelation. So it has only 22 chapters, and the majority of the book, again, all of chapters 5 to 21 and the first five verses of chapter 22 are these visions that John the Revelator was shown. So what do I mean? Imagine that you are watching a movie. Let's say that you are uh, you're watching a movie and then you are tasked with communicating to readers what you saw. So you do your best to capture everything that you saw. And so that was John the Revelator's assignment. And so he did his very best to capture what he was shown. And what is it exactly that he was shown? He was shown a series of prophecies. So in other words, it's not one continuous vision that he was shown. He was shown many visions, many documentaries about future events. Think of it this way. The upcoming presidential election in the United States of America will be in 2023 for a presidency that will start in 2024. Perhaps one group of individuals, let's say the Joneses, will be tasked with creating a documentary about the 2024 presidential election. And another group, the Hayes, will also create their own documentary about the events leading up to the 2024 election and the actual uh, day of the election at the end of uh, 2023. And then there's a third group, and let's say it continues so that there are a total of 12 documentaries made about the 2024 U.S. presidential election. And why might we need 12 documentaries? Perhaps one documentary will focus on the candidacy of one uh, one candidate, right? The uh, the activities of one candidate for president, and then another documentary will focus on the activities of a different candidate uh, for the presidency, and then a third documentary focuses on the experience of the election from the perspective of uh, viewers who watched it on television, and then a fourth documentary. And so you see, in this way, because the U.S. presidential election is so complex, there's so many important events connected to it, so many stories within the story, that one documentary wouldn't be sufficient to explain all of the complex realities. And so when you think about that, if you understand that, 
then it's possible and easy for you and for me to understand that the book of Revelation is that. It is a series of documentaries, 12 to be exact, about the events leading up to the second coming of Jesus Christ, which is the revealing of the identity of Jesus Christ. And who is Jesus Christ? God manifest in the flesh, the Lord of lords and King of kings. The book of Revelation is primarily from chapters 5 to verse 5 of 22, a series of 12 documentaries about the events leading up to the second coming of Jesus Christ, the battle of Armageddon, which follows the rapture and is the event referred to as the wedding supper or the wedding feast. And these documentaries are also about the first thousand years of the government of Jesus Christ on this earth, as well as the new earth to come. And so these events are so key, so complex, so important that there are 12 documentaries. Let me share what those unique documentaries are and where they are in the book of Revelation. So the first vision that John the, Revela- John the Revelator was shown John the Revelator was shown these visions which are recorded in the book of Revelation is the seven seals prophecy. Then, and that prophecy begins with chapter 5, and it ends with verse 1 of chapter 8. Then, John the Revelator was shown the seven trumpets prophecy. Immediately following, so when you go To verse 2 of chapter 8, that's the beginning of the seven trumpets prophecy, which ends with chapter 11 of the book of Revelation. And then chapter 12 of the book of Revelation is the 1,260 days prophecy, which, by the way, focuses exclusively, let me back up for a second, it focuses primarily on the Great Tribulation. Chapter 13 is the 666 Antichrist prophecy. It's the fourth of 12 visions John the Revelator was shown. In other words, it's the fourth documentary about the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's chapter 13. We're going to be talking about it today after our step-by-step breakdown of the book of Revelation. Chapter 13 is the 666 Antichrist prophecy. Chapter 14 has one of two of the shortest documentaries, two of the shortest visions that John the Revelator was shown. It has the 144,000 first fruits prophecy, verses 1 to 5 of chapter 14, and verses 6 to 20 of the same chapter, chapter 14, has the earth reaped prophecy. So these are prophecies about what happens when those who are part of the harvest transition from mortality to immortality. 
what's happening with these groups that transition from mortality to immortality at the second coming. That's in the 144,000 First Fruits Prophecy, the fifth of 12 statements of prophecy, the fifth documentary in the book of Revelation, and the Earth Reap Prophecy, the sixth documentary, the sixth statement of prophecy in the book of Revelation. So again, we are talking about the bulk of the book of Revelation, which includes the visions, which are documentaries about future events, which are statements of prophecy. Next, we have the seventh documentary in the book of Revelation, the seventh statement of prophecy. That's the seven plagues prophecy, chapters 15 and 16, the seven plagues prophecy. The first plague begins with every person who has the mark of the beast being plagued with a malignant sore. Malignant means cancerous. You say, well, oh, God is love. He would never do that. Well, it's right here in the Bible. Revelation chapter 16, verse 2. So the first angel went and emptied his bowl on the earth, and foul and painful ulcers came on the people who were marked with the stamp of the beast and who did homage to his image. That's the Amplified Classic Translation. New Living Translation refers to it as a malignant sore. Uh, the wrath of God begins with the first of seven plagues after the Great Tribulation, and it culminates with the Battle of Armageddon. That's all described in the seven plagues prophecy, chapters 15 and 16 of the book of Revelation. Next, we have the purple and scarlet prophecy. So what about the harlot church? What about the church that will be promoting the one world religion during the Great Tribulation, its story. The documentary about that is the Purple and Scarlet Prophecy, and it is included in chapters 17 and 18 of the book of Revelation. Chapter 17, chapter 18, and the first five verses of chapter 19 are the Purple and Scarlet Prophecy. It is the eighth documentary in the book of Revelation. The ninth documentary in the book of Revelation is the Marriage Supper Prophecy. It focuses exclusively on the Battle of Armageddon. Now, you've heard me mention the Battle of Armageddon a few times. So we talked about the Battle of Armageddon and the Earth Reap Prophecy. And I'm mentioning here that the ninth documentary in the book of Revelation is the Statement of Prophecy Known as the Marriage Supper Prophecy, it focuses exclusively on the Battle of Armageddon. Remember, we have 12 documentaries on the events leading up to the second coming of Jesus Christ, including the second coming of Jesus Christ, and or as well as the Battle of Armageddon, the thousand years that include the government of Jesus Christ on this present earth as well as the new earth to come. So these documentaries overlap in terms of chronological time. They overlap because they are 
often about the same events, but the focus, they cover the same events, but the focus of each documentary is unique. Let me say what I mean by that. If we were doing a documentary on the 2024 election, uh, the end of that happens at the end of 2023, and again, we go back to the Joneses are doing a documentary that focuses on the experiences of one candidate, and then the Hayeses are doing a documentary about the 2024 election, but the focus is on the experiences of another candidate, that coverage will overlap to some extent. It might be just a little bit, but the coverage is about events happening at the same, uh, during the same time span, right? So there's going to be some overlap. So the same thing is true in the book of Revelation. Now, the final three statements of prophecy in the book of Revelation, documentaries number 10, 11, and 12, these documentaries are statements of prophecy that focus on events after the Battle of Armageddon. So we know that Jesus Christ fights and wins the Battle of Armageddon in Jerusalem. But what happens after he wins the Battle of Armageddon? Well, we have three documentaries about those events. The tenth documentary is the Millennial Reign Prophecy, verses 1 to 10 of chapter 20. After the first thousand years of the government of Jesus Christ on this present earth, there's the great white throne judgment, documentary number 11, the dead judged prophecy, verses 11 to 15 of chapter 20. And then we get to the 12th and final documentary. So how does it all end? What happens after? The end of the age. So what's the end of the age? The millennial reign is a transition period. We transition immediately to the government of Jesus Christ, but there will be both immortals, members of the royal race who participated in the first resurrection, who participated in the marriage of the Lamb, but there will be some mortals at that time too. We know that when we look at Revelation 20, verses 1 to 10, and we see that there are some humans who actually experience the first death because they come against Jesus Christ and Satan's final rebellion. So we know that that's a transition period because there's still death and there's still evil and Satan has yet to be destroyed. But what happens after all of God's enemies are destroyed? Well, what happens is that we transition from this present earth to a new earth. And that documentary about what happens after the end of the age, after the end of time, when we go to what the book of Revelation refers to as the eternities of the eternities, think about that. 
think about the reality that time is coming to an end and in your future is the eternities of the eternities referred to in Revelation 22. It says, and there shall be no more night. They have no need for lamplight or sunlight, for the Lord God will illuminate them and be their light. And they shall reign as kings forever and ever through the eternities of the eternities. That is verse 5 of chapter 22. The new earth prophecy is the final documentary of the book of Revelation. The new earth prophecy is the final documentary of the book of Revelation. All of chapter 21 and the first five verses of chapter 22. Okay, so we're doing our step-by-step breakdown of the book of Revelation. We just heard that the bulk of the book are 12 documentaries. These documentaries, each is its own statement of prophecy. So why am I referring to, you say, research scientists, why are you talking about documentaries? Well, John the Revelator was shown Visions, which are moving pictures, these moving pictures, today we call them movies, but this is not uh, something that was fictitious that he was shown. These are real events that are happening very soon in our future. Okay, so that's one the statements of prophecy, the documentaries in the book of Revelation. That's one part, but before those documentaries, there are four other parts for the book of Revelation, and after the documentaries, there's the conclusion. So the book of Revelation has six parts total. The documentaries, right in the middle, that's the fifth part, the bulk of the book of Revelation, The fourth part, chapter 4, is John's report on heaven. So that's where he was shown these documentaries. Let's hear about how that happens. Chapter 4 of the book of Revelation is preceded by chapters 2 and 3. Chapters 2 and 3 are the seven letters to the seven churches. So Jesus told John the Revelator, I want you to write down in verse 19 of chapter 1, write therefore the things you see, what they are, and signify in what is to take place hereafter. So John the Revelator writes down what's taking place for the churches that existed at the time that he was on this present earth. So Jesus gave him those words, and they are noted in chapters 2 and 3. So chapters 2 and 3 of the book of Revelation, 100% are the words of Jesus Christ. If you use a red-letter Bible, all of those words are in red for chapters 2 and 3 because 100% verbatim. It's 100% verbatim the words of Jesus Christ, chapters 2 and 3. Chapter 1 has two parts. It begins with a preface, which is followed by an introduction. So in the preface, we have an omniscient narrator 
God the Father communicating what the book of Revelation actually is. And in verse 1 it says, this is the revelation of Jesus Christ, his unveiling of the divine mysteries. God gave it to him to disclose and make known to his bondservants certain things which must shortly and speedily come to pass in their entirety. And he sent and communicated it through his angel messenger to his bondservant John, who has testified to and vouched for all that he saw in his visions the word of God, and the testimony of Jesus Christ. So that's how the book of Revelation begins. It tells us in the preface what the book of Revelation is. Then, verses 9 to 20, so roughly the second half of chapter 1 is the formal introduction. So this is where we are now hearing from John the Revelator. He tells us how it all begins. And he says, I, John, your brother and companion, sharer and participator with you in the tribulation and kingdom and patient endurance, which are in Jesus Christ, was on the isle called Patmos. Banished on account of my witnessing to the word of God and the testimony, the proof, the evidence of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit, wrapped in his power on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a great voice like the calling of a war trumpet. And then he goes on to tell us what Jesus Christ says to him. And he quotes what he heard from Jesus Christ, and that's the formal introduction for the book of Revelation. So verses 9 to 20 of chapter 1. Then, so we have those two parts. Then we already know that after that, we have the seven letters to seven churches. So John's following the instruction of Jesus Christ. Jesus tells him, when he hears that voice, write down what's happening now and what's to come. So what's happening now? What's happening now, in other words, at the time John the Revelator received all of this information, at the time that he had these experiences, first he's experiencing something on the island of Patmos, and he writes down that experience, how it began in the introduction, then he follows the instruction of Jesus Christ. He writes down what is currently happening. Jesus has words of praise, words of criticism, and words of promise for each of the seven churches. And those are recorded in chapters 2 and 3. That's part 3 of the book of Revelation. And then, after John does that, he has a new experience. So his first experience was hearing the voice of Jesus Christ. And he sees him, and he, tell us, he tells us what he sees and hears. And that's in the introduction. Then he has, after he writes down everything Jesus told him to write down about what was currently happening, that's recorded in chapters 2 and 3, then he has a second experience, which is amazing. That second experience results in chapter 4. 
chapter 4 is John's report on heaven. He tells us exactly how he was called up to heaven and what he saw, literally, what he observed when he was in heaven. Here it is. Verse 1 of chapter 4 says, After this I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I had heard addressing me, like the calling of a war trumpet, said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place in the future. Let's pause there. So Jesus spoke to John the Revelator at the beginning of it all. In the formal introduction, John the Revelator tells us about that. And again, he followed Jesus' instruction to record what was happening now. How did he know what was happening now? Because Jesus gave him, told him specific things for each of the seven churches. He wrote them down, and they're called letters. So he had a letter for one church. Smyrna. He had another letter for Ephesus, another letter for Pergamum, another letter for Thyatira, another letter for Sardis, another letter for Philadelphia, another letter for Laodicea. So that was his first experience with Jesus Christ. But now he's having another experience. He says, after this, I looked and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I had heard addressing me, like the calling of a war trumpet, said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place in the future. At once I came under the Holy Spirit's power. And behold, a throne stood in heaven with one seated on the throne. So now John is in heaven. Jesus Christ said, Come up here. Where's here? Heaven. Why? Why does Jesus say to John the Revelator, come up here? He tells us, Jesus says, come up here and I will show you what must take place in the future. At once, I came under the Holy Spirit's power and behold, a throne stood in heaven with one seated on the throne. And he who sat there appeared like the crystalline brightness of jasper and the fiery sardius. And encircling the throne, there was a halo that looked like a rainbow of emerald. Twenty-four other thrones surrounded the throne, and seated on these thrones were twenty-four elders, the members of the heavenly Sanhedrin, arrayed in white clothing with crowns of gold upon their heads. Let's pause there. So what happens when John the Revelator comes up to heaven? What does he see? He tells us he sees one sitting on a throne. And encircling the throne was a rainbow of emerald, what looks like an uh, what looked like to him a rainbow of emerald. And surrounding the throne are 24 other thrones. And seated on those thrones aren't the one that John the Revelator mentions first, but it's 24 elders. And these elders have on the same outfit, or the outfit has the same color. They all have on a white outfit, and each of the elders has a gold crown uh, that's worn on the elder's head. Let's continue. Verse 5 of chapter 4, then 
says, out from the throne came flashes of lightning and rumblings and peals of thunder. And in front of the throne, seven blazing torches burned, which are the seven spirits of God, the sevenfold Holy Spirit. So in heaven, on the throne, there's lightning coming out from the throne. And there's thunder coming out from the throne. And in front of that main throne that the one sits on are seven blazing torches. Then verse 6 says, And in front of the throne there was also what looked like a transparent glassy sea, as if of crystal. And around the throne, in the center at each side of the throne, were four living creatures, beings, who were full of eyes, in front and behind, with intelligence as to what is before and at the rear of them. The first living creature being was like a lion, the second living creature like an ox, the third living creature had the face of a man, and the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. And the four living creatures individually having six wings were full of eyes all over and within underneath their wings. And day and night they never stopped saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, omnipotent who was and who is and who is to come. So we have a few more verses in chapter 4. This is 100% John's report on heaven. What did he literally see in heaven, excluding, excluding the visions about the future that he was shown? What was happening Presently in heaven, when John the Revelator was called up, so he tells us about how he found himself in heaven, how that all happened, and exactly what he saw presently happening in heaven. So John's report on heaven, chapter 4 of the book of Revelation, immediately after he gives us this report, that's when we have the visions. Then he tells us the 12 visions that he was shown all in a row and at the end there's a conclusion so verses 9 to 20 of chapter 1 are the introduction where we hear the words of John as well as the words of Jesus Christ and then in the formal conclusion for the book of Revelation, we have again the words of John and the words of Jesus Christ. In the introduction, Jesus tells us, he quotes some of the words that Jesus said to him, but in the formal conclusion, it's actually narrated by both John the Revelator and Jesus Christ Jesus Christ chimes in. Now let's hear the formal conclusion for the book of Revelation. Then we're going to the 666 Antichrist prophecy. It says, beginning with verse 6 of chapter 22. Um, and let me go to another translation. I'm going to bring this up. So we're about to go into our discussion of the 666 Antichrist prophecy, but we are concluding now. We are concluding our discussion of the step-by-step -step breakdown of the book of Revelation. 
The formal conclusion is most of chapter 22, beginning with verse 6. And thank you for your patience as I bring that up for us here. Reading from the New Living Translation, it says, Then the angel said to me, everything you have heard and seen is trustworthy and true. Let's pause there for a second. So the angel who was tasked by Jesus Christ with showing these 12 documentaries about the second coming of Jesus Christ and the events to follow, the angel says to John the Revelator about These visions, these documentaries, these statements of prophecy, quote, everything you have heard and seen is trustworthy and true. The Lord God, who inspires his prophets, has sent his angel to tell his servants what will happen soon. So what was the purpose of John the Revelator being uh, shown these visions and having uh, these two experiences, one, the experience with Jesus Christ when he was uh, here on this present earth, that's recorded in chapter one, and then the second experience he had when he was called up to heaven and he's talking to Jesus Christ there, he's seeing the one who sits on the throne and the elders and the four creatures And the angel shows him these 12 documentaries in the book of Revelation. The angel says that the purpose of all of that is so that he will hear, quote, what will happen soon. Then it says, look, I am coming soon. So Jesus Christ chimes in. So the formal conclusion is narrated by both John the Revelator and Jesus Christ. And Jesus chimes in and says, Look, I am coming soon. Blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book. Let's hear this again. So there are 12 documentaries about the the events leading up to the second coming of Jesus Christ, the second coming of Jesus Christ, and the government of Jesus Christ, the first thousand years of it, as well as the new earth. And Jesus says, look, I am coming soon. Blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw all these things. So now John jumps back in and says, I, John, am the one who heard and saw all these things. So remember, he heard and saw things. Uh, He heard from Jesus Christ, and then he saw Jesus Christ when he was on the island of Patmos. And then he saw more things. He saw 12 documentaries about the future. He calls them visions, which are moving pictures, movies, what kind of movie or documentary. And then John the Revelator says, and when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. So now we know that he's talking about what did the angel show him? The 12 documentaries, the 12 statements of prophecy, which immediately precede this formal conclusion. 
They began with chapter 5, ended with verse 5 of 22. John says, And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said, No, don't worship me. I am a servant of God, just like you and your brothers, the prophets, as well as all who obey what is written in this book. Worship only God. So hear that, truth seeker and friend. The angel of the Lord gives this instruction, worship only God. So we don't worship angels. If you are a truth seeker and a believer in Jesus Christ, the instruction is uh, to worship only God. So we don't worship a pastor, a prophet, a mother, a father, uh, not even an angel. It says, quote, worship only God. Continuing with verse 10, then he instructed me. So who's he? It's the angel who showed John the Revelator the 12 documentaries recorded in the book of Revelation. It says, then he instructed me, do not seal up the prophetic words in this book, for the time is near. So John the Revelator is told specifically don't seal up these prophetic words. So where are the prophetic words? They're in this book. And we're told the time is near. So the 12 documentaries about the events leading up to the second coming of Jesus Christ, the second coming of Jesus Christ, followed by the Battle of Armageddon, says these events are near. Continuing with verse 11, let the one who is doing harm continue to do harm. Let the one who is vile continue to be vile. Let the one who is righteous continue to live righteously. Let the one who is holy continue to be holy. Now, Jesus Christ jumps back in with verse 12 and says, look, I am coming soon bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes. They will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. Outside the city are the dogs, the sorcerers, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idol worshipers, and all who love to live a lie. I, Jesus have sent my angel to give you this message for the churches. I am both the source of David and the heir to his throne. I am the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. Let anyone who hears this say, come. Let anyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life. And I solemnly declare to everyone who hears the words of prophecy written in this book, if anyone adds anything to what is written here, God will add to that person the plagues described in this book. And if anyone removes any of the words from this book of prophecy, God will remove that person's share in the tree of life and in the holy city that are described in this book. He who is the faithful witness to all these things says, 
Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's holy people. So that is how the book of Revelation ends. That's the conclusion to the book of Revelation. Jesus tells uh, every person over and over again, quote, look, I am coming soon. And we are instructed, uh, we are promised that blessed, all right, blessed is each person who, quote, obeys the words of prophecy written in this book. So that's in verse 7 of chapter 22. Okay, it is time. Now that we've had our step-by-step breakdown of each part of the book of Revelation, it's time to focus on one of the 12 documentaries about the events leading up to the second coming of Jesus Christ. This documentary, which is a statement of prophecy, is the 666 Antichrist prophecy. It is about Many things. It covers the period known as the Great Tribulation, which is the wrath of Satan on this present earth. And in it, you will hear about upcoming upcoming actions of the false prophet, the upcoming actions of the Antichrist. You will hear about the mysteries connected to 666, as well as the mark of the beast. Let's hear the 666 Antichrist prophecy in its entirety. It is chapter 13 of the book of Revelation. And then let's talk about some of the highlights, some of the prophecies in the 666 Antichrist prophecy. Okay, beginning with verse 1 of chapter 13, reading from the New Living Translation, John the Revelator says this, So remember, he is shown this as a movie. So this is shown to John the Revelator. He's watching this in heaven, and then he follows the instruction of Jesus Christ, and he writes down exactly what he saw. So he saw something before this that was another documentary about the second coming of Jesus Christ, and he sees something after this documentary. But this documentary is the 666 Antichrist prophecy, and he says, Then I saw a beast rising up out of the sea. It had seven heads and ten horns, with ten crowns on its horns. And written on each head were names that blaspheme God. This beast looked like a leopard, but it had the feet of a bear and the mouth of a lion, and a dragon gave the beast his own power, enthroned in great authority. I saw that one of the heads of the beast seemed wounded beyond recovery, but the fatal wound was healed. The whole world marveled at this miracle and gave allegiance to the beast. They worshipped the dragon for giving the beast such power, and they also worshipped the beast. Who is as great as the beast, they exclaimed who was able to fight against him. Then the beast was allowed to speak great blasphemies against God, and he was given authority to do whatever he wanted for 42 months. And he spoke terrible words of blasphemy against God, slandering his name and his dwelling, that is, those who dwell in heaven, 
And the beast was allowed to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. And he was given authority to rule over every tribe and people and language and nation. And all the people who belong to this world worship the beast. They are the ones whose names were not written in the book of life that belongs to the lamb who was slaughtered before the world was made. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Anyone who is destined for prison will be taken to prison. Anyone destined to die by the sword will die by the sword. This means that God's holy people must endure persecution patiently and remain faithful. Then I saw another beast come up out of the earth. He had two horns like those of a lamb, but he spoke with the voice of a dragon. He exercised all the authority of the first beast, and he required all the earth and its people to worship the first beast, whose fatal wound had been healed. He did astounding miracles, even making fire flash down to earth from the sky while everyone was watching. And with all the miracles he was allowed to perform, On behalf of the first beast, he deceived all the people who belonged to this world. He ordered the people to make a great statue of the first beast who was fatally wounded and then came back to life. He was then permitted to give life to this statue so that it could speak. Then the statue of the beast commanded that anyone refusing to worship it must die. He required everyone, small and great rich and poor, free and slave, to be given a mark on the right hand or on the forehead, and no one could buy or sell anything without that mark, which was either the name of the beast or the number representing his name. Wisdom is needed here. Let the one with understanding solve the meaning of the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is six, six, six. That is the 666 Antichrist prophecy. It is an amazing prophecy. Let's get some, uh, let's create an enumerated list right now of some facts. Facts about the future. Facts about your future. Facts. Recorded in the 666 Antichrist prophecy, number one, during the Great Tribulation, there will be two beasts. Fact number two, the two beasts are the Antichrist, who is the mouthpiece for the one world government, and the false prophet, who is the mouthpiece for the harlot church. Fact number three. The Great Tribulation is the wrath of Satan, who is the dragon. Fact number four, the authority of the Antichrist, the power of the Antichrist, the power of the false prophet. Those three things, the authority of the Antichrist as well as the power of the Antichrist and the false prophet are given to them 
by the dragon who is Satan. So let's get into some of the specifics of the 666 Antichrist prophecy, beginning with the mark. So what is the mark? The mark of the beast. Now remember, we heard in the 666 Antichrist prophecy that there are two beasts. The first beast will have a fatal wound, but we're told that the wound was healed and that he comes back to life. So that, I believe, is telling us that the Antichrist will be healed because we're told that the false prophet, who is another beast, required all the earth and its people to worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. So there are two beasts, the Antichrist and the false prophet. Let's talk about the mark of the beast. So one question, is the mark of the beast the mark of the Antichrist, or is it the mark of the false prophet? I've been reading this prophecy uh, over and over again across several years. And it occurred to me relatively recently that the mark of the beast may be the mark of the second beast, not the first beast. So remember, verse 11 of chapter 13 says, Then I saw another beast come up out of the earth. So the first beast is the Antichrist, who is the mouthpiece for the ten-nation alliance. You say, well, what's this ten-nation alliance? In verse 1 of 13, it says about the first beast, it had seven heads and ten horns with ten crowns on its horns. There will be ten nations, and each of these nations will have its own leader. In the book of Daniel chapter 7, we're told about this same beast with ten horns. The same beast referred to in the purple and scarlet prophecy. In Daniel, we're, we're told that the Antichrist will put down seven, sorry, will put down three of the horns and will take their place. So there will be seven heads, but ultimately the Antichrist will rise to prominence. It will be the mouthpiece for the one world government the Ten Nation Alliance. But there's another beast. Verse 11 says, Then I saw another beast. He had two horns like those of a lamb, but spoke with the voice of a dragon. The false prophet will appear to be a man of God. So Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God. Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace. And he came like a lamb at time number one. But at time number two, the second coming, he's coming as the Lion of the tribe of Judah, to fight and win the Battle of Armageddon, to fight the enemies of Israel. Right there in the nation of Israel, he will be returning. That's the second coming of Jesus Christ, to fight and win the Battle of Armageddon. And here we're told that this other beast will appear to be a man of God, but will speak with the voice of Satan. It says he spoke with the voice of a dragon. Now, what about the mark of the beast? The mark of the beast 
will go in one of two places, either the right hand or on the forehead. And we're told that it's going to be either the name of the beast or the number representing his name. So my perception is this means that one of the marks, perhaps it's the mark that goes on the right hand, is the, uh, one of the marks is the number. So maybe that goes on the right hand. So if the mark goes in one place, it's the number representing the beast. If it goes in another place, perhaps it's telling us uh, that then it's the name of the beast. So the true mark, the mark of God, is going to go on the forehead of every individual. That's in Revelation chapter 22, verse for every individual who is a member of the royal race will have the true mark, which is the mark of God, on his or her forehead. But every person who is not a member of the royal race and who resides on this present earth during this 42 months, every person whose name is not written in the Lamb's Book of Life, who's here on this present earth during the Great Tribulation, will take the mark of the beast. So that person will get the name of the beast on his or her forehead or the number representing his name on his or her hand. We're going to continue our discussion of the 666 Antichrist prophecy every Sunday and every Thursday on the live Internet broadcast of Secrets Revealed. Understand the book of Revelation from start to finish. I invite you to be here with us or to listen from the archive to the podcast of Secrets Revealed, Understand the Book of Revelation from start to finish. If you haven't done so yet today, I urge you, according to Jeremiah 33, 3, to call out to God. He promises to show you great and mighty secrets that you do not know.